guys. So today we're going to be talking about period poverty here with Brooke. Hello, Brooke. Hi. Um, and so, like, this has been an increasingly prominent issue that has been, a lot of attention has been brought to it um, recently because of, um, like, a lot of feminist ideas being spread around because of the fact that, like, a lot of women's rights are being intruded on recently. <laughs> and so, um, this has been, like, something that has not only, like, in the recent years, but, like, very long time. And people, like, used to be able to, like, not talk about it because they were, like, oh, it's gross. It's, like, you know. But now they're more, like, coming to the realization that this is something important that needs to be talked about. And you can't just not talk about it because it doesn't make the problem go away. And so we're going to be talking about all of that today here on this episode. I think one of the main issues we talk about when we're talking about period poverty um you know first we have to know what is period poverty i mean many people don't even know that's a thing um especially when we get to live and um some of us get to live in a a privileged state of where we don't have to worry about getting you know menstrual products so we complain that it's like you know expensive but we don't really realize how many people are actually suffering um but period poverty is the inability to gain access to period products due to you know wealth you don't have enough wealth to a lack of wealth and it also kind of goes hand in hand with the inability to get access to proper education um about what periods are and you know many women who are in poverty you know girls young girls don't even know what periods are until they get they don't know what to do and a lot of the time when they can't afford products like that the hygiene it gets really bad for them and it is more likely for them to get infections so it's worse and worse yeah um i feel like because periods are often like looked upon as something so like sensitive or um like disturbing i guess to the male audience that it's something that's talked about usually during like sex ed and i feel like a lot of schools like kind of skip over sex ed or like it's not really in depth or anything and it's always like at the end of the year like a little small like week for it and so um because of that like they're only they're including like periods in that and not like in anything else and so like you don't really get a proper education about it and like you, I feel like a lot of people like see it as really taboo and so they don't even like mention it to their children like when they're growing up and so like you can a lot of people I know like got their periods when they were in like fifth grade fourth grade um I mean a lot of people did later on too but, like there's just like a lack of education when you're younger going into it, especially like if you don't know like what it is or like how to deal with it and then suddenly you're just hit with it and you're like oh okay right <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that <laughs> um, globally it's estimated that 500 million menstruators um, lack access to menstrual products and hygiene facilities so you have all these people who don't have access to tampons, pads um, you know reusable like diva cups you don't have people you don't have <laughs> you don't have people you don't have enough resources for these people who menstruate to you know deal with their periods in a in a quiet way maybe that's what they want but it, it also is a, a lack of, of personal hygiene and it's not really seen as an issue because again when we're talking about periods, you know, no one wants to talk about it. It's kind of taboo. 
and a lot of women who are you know in poverty they don't want to talk about you know the fact that they can't get tampons or pads which you know leads me into my next issue the prices of tampons and pads I mean it's kind of infamously known like pads and tampons in the United States are heavily like taxed and Mm -hmm. they're just super expensive it's very expensive like worldwide too and like the thing is that in especially in the u.s like there's nothing done to cover the prices like even if like let's say these companies still like had these prices right but the government isn't doing anything to subsidize for these prices so you're not getting like any money from the government to be able to pay for like a human like necessity you know which is kind of stupid because like you're if you're a woman like you need this and the fact that you can't afford this this also plays into the fact that you're missing like you're missing either school or you're missing work in order to be home and like deal with this because you're not able to go out with the products that you need you know and so then like in fact let's like the whole domino effect because if you can't afford this you you're not going to be able to go to work and then how are you going to afford anything else you know right it's a vicious cycle um in period poverty and the thing is a big part of this also has to do with the sanitation yeah there's just like a lot of stigma around it and like a lot of shame that goes into like having a period and it's like you're not supposed to talk about it you're not supposed to like do anything about it but then because you're not talking about it like how is anyone gonna like understand that they have to like give you the money to fund it you know and like these companies are kind of like taking advantage of such things i don't even understand like why the prices are so high for like such like stupid things you know it's like necessity like everybody needs it you know um because they know like they can just increase the prices and people are still going to need it and nobody's ever actually going to do anything about it because they're too like ashamed to talk about it you know it's just going to be an endless cycle of like raising the prices on such things and it's crazy because especially with like coronavirus when that happened like inflation and everything how can you afford such things when the prices are just like going and going and going up and after corona when a lot of people lost their jobs the economy went down you know like how are you supposed to just bounce back from that and start um paying for like inflating prices for a human necessity exactly and i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that many you know legislators um people who run these businesses um you know the owners of these companies that own period products they don't really see it as a big deal i mean they're making a lot of money but it's kind of you know it it kind of feels unethical with the way that it's something you can't control and you need to buy and it's part of every every menstruator's life right but you you don't have access to those things for free and you see you know kind of like Finland you see all these other countries you know starting to a progressive state where they're you know allowing free products and distributing free products but you don't see that happening in the United States, which is crazy because yeah, we've had so and, many people. Yeah, which is also like crazy because we're like supposedly like a very like high like progressed country, you know, and we have a lot of money, but we're still like taking money off of women who need this. And I think like Scotland, New Zealand, and Kenya are like some of the ones that distribute like these products for free. Um, I think in New Zealand and Kenya, it's like distributed for free in public schools, and in Scotland is just like for free for everyone, which is like really good. And it's crazy because these countries are never like seen as like on the scale of the United States, but 
then you get to the United States and, like, you know, people can't afford what they need. A lot of surveys have shown that in the United States, like, college students, like, 10% of all female college students are unable to afford menstrual products, which is literally crazy because on top of the added, like, cost of college, you're also, like, paying for this and everything, and it's, like, and you're missing the classes that you're paying for, and it's just, like, it's an endless cycle, and it's, like, never gonna stop, you know? Right, and I think um, part of the fact that if you're living in period poverty and you can't go to school, it, it's such a lonely place to be when you're in that state where you, you're just on your period and you're, you can't go anywhere. Right. And you kind of, it, it, there's high depression rates in people who are suffering from period poverty because so obviously you're alone during this time. You feel ashamed. You feel embarrassed. You're kind of stuck. And you know it's really there's high tendencies for depression like major depressive episodes during their periods yeah that makes like so much sense like why would you like you know you can't afford this and you're like everybody's shaming you for it and what are you gonna do about it you know you're stuck in that point and it's like i don't know it's like sad to think about like these women are just like constantly like brought down because of like human like their human bodily function you know I think that goes back to your, you know, topic of public schools and what they can do as far as education on periods and menstruation. I mean, there's so much room for growth within um, sex education, but especially in the sector of, you know, teaching girls at a young age what a period is. I mean, personally, I never experienced, um, you know, a class on what periods were until I was in middle school. I didn't even know. And I feel like so many other girls lacked that education and were maybe scared when they first got their period or they were living in period poverty and they didn't know what to do. Yeah, like, and I remember, like, in my sex ed, I think they gave us just, like, one single, like, tiny pad and they were like, okay, like, that's it. Like, and they covered it for, like, one hour and they were like, okay, that's enough. Right. I don't know. I mean, it's like, you never, they just never, like, cover it, like, any of the other, they just completely, like, steer away from that fact. It's like, because it's so taboo, so, like, you can't talk about it, but, you know, like, it's a necessity, like, you need it. Um, it's like a health risk if you don't know about it and you need to be able to afford that kind of stuff. And it's just, like, no attention is brought to these problems and that's just, like, what keeps propagating these problems. And I think a lot is said for, um, you know, what can educators do to help other students or, or help other teachers build a safe community for girls to talk about those things and maybe um, allow a space where these girls can have free periods, I mean, as much as they can. Mm-hmm. I, I think also, like, a lot of religions kind of see... Um, menstruation as like impure in a way um so i feel like a lot of just people in general just like they see women as impure when you have your period and it's like oh you're like you know you're being like a horrible person or like you're gross it's nasty that because of that nobody wants to talk about it and it's just like people who just keep like pushing these it's a society as a whole i feel like everybody just keeps pushing this thing of like oh you have to keep quiet about it you can't talk about it like um 
I feel like a lot of people think when they say like, oh, like normalized speaking about periods, they think everybody's just going to go sharing all the details about everything. But that's not what it means. It means just like bringing attention to the problem and problems that need to be brought attention to. Educating girls on like what having a period is, the health issues that come with it. And because of this, a lot of girls like don't speak up about the issues they're having, especially when it comes to periods, because you can be late on your period, you can be early on your period, you can be like having massive problems during your period. And all of that could be related to health issues that they're not going to go get checked out because they're too ashamed to talk about it. Right. I mean, tons of girls suffer from PCOS, um, androgenesis, and you don't know that you're suffering with it and you're wondering why it's so bad and no one's talking about it and I think a really big issue is a lot of the time women are not heard or people who menstruate are not heard about the issues that they're having and it causes this like proponent of like this idea that it's shameful to them when they're suffering from very real things there's also um I mean recently there has been like an increase in the amount of like data that has been collected on periods but I still feel like it's not enough that there people are just now breaking through the barrier of period health issues that come along with having a period and all of that because I feel like it wasn't focused on as much before because it was just kind of put on just it being a period you know and because they're putting like so much effort now into like researching this and learning more about it is like you can talk about health issues that come along like that are separate from periods but people may think it's like a period thing so it's not like you're just grouping everything just to the fact that you have a period you know Right, and allowing more conversation about um, periods and period poverty and what we're going through as, you know, menstruators, I think it allows more conversation about the issues that women deal with and feeling less alone during your period or before your period. Um, PMDD, you know, premenstrual depression disorder is a huge thing that is widely, um, you know, I, I forgot the word. Oh my god. It's widely Oh my gosh, I can't remember the word. Wait. The communities um of women who suffer from premenstrual depression disorder is widely underserved and um there's not much research on it. And I think that there's a large number of menstruators who are suffering DD that don't get the help they need, unfortunately. I, I think we've mentioned this before, but um, I want to talk about, like, the importance of, like, water and sanitation when it comes to, um, like, having periods. Because, like, being, like, able to access these menstrual products is, like, only one thing. But then to be able to, like, sanitize yourself um, and prevent infections is a whole other thing that um, is also, like, completely overlooked when it comes to periods. Because it's like, oh, you have, like, access to this, but then it's, you need to prevent infections or disease. Just having normal um, human, like, hygiene when it comes to this. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're trying to say. Like, um, having, you know, access to all the, uh, all the utilities to sanitation is, is extremely important. It's one of the most important things um, about periods. And to not have access to that is widely, like, crazy to me. Yeah. So even if they're, like, funding the access of, like, menstrual, like, products, it, there's also, like, the whole question of how are you going to be able to sign... How are you going to be able to sanitize yourself and, like, 
just maintain like this cleanliness and just sustain environmentally friendly and so it's just like there's this whole big topic that hasn't like really been looked into and researched um there's so much that goes into period poverty it's not just like lack of menstrual products there's sanitation environmental friendliness like um just like access to water access to money like there's a lot of things that goes into that and it's all um it's all like so widely ignored (laughs) i feel um all over the world and i mean recently obviously there's been more like progress towards that but still it's like completely like ignored um and people aren't really like looking at it as like an actual issue it's more just there are bigger problems in the world but this is a huge problem for all countries all over the world it's just like with um the last podcast episode that we made when we talked about women's education this stuff affects everyone because women like if you're not able to access menstrual products going to school is going to be way harder and then earning better grades and succeeding in like society you know and then women are just being constantly put down that way as well yeah and I think it it limits the ability of what women are allowed to do um and I think that's part of the reason there's so much stigma around it is because no one wants to talk about you know the limitations that it can have or or you know what it is actually you know a period is something that is so widely stigmatized no one can feel like they can talk about it and so all these women become underserved in in our communities yeah and people just like like they put such a negative image on periods and it's like oh when you're on your period you're like a complete horrible person you're mean and um it's just like a horrible thing and you don't want to talk about it and you're ashamed to at the end of the day like this is important to everyone's health and everyone's success in society and stuff like this can't just be ignored just because you decided you want to ignore it okay so let's go on back real quick to um the solutions that like can be brought the the solutions that um can be put towards um ending period poverty and as we said before the main one education is so important um also funding for that education because you know nothing can be done without money secondly like charity and groups that help with this i know there's a lot of groups now that um help in terms of collecting period products for women um to donate to shelters and everything i know we've done that in our club too um we collected a lot of donations and i've done that for other places too and it's really cool to see what they do it's just they collect a lot and you know you always constantly need these collections because people are going through them like crazy the things they're doing is like really 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 helpful um i think especially one of the bigger issues that are not talked about and kind of the behind the scenes is advocating to your local government um even federal government about the issues that you are facing especially period poverty a lot of this stuff can be changed with law and i feel like in the united states if we somehow get programs that allow um for free menstrual products in public schools or just in public spaces it'll limit um period poverty by a lot yeah it's definitely true and it's like you know, even when you go into, like, those stalls in the bathrooms and they have, like, the 25 cents for, like, a tampon or something, they're never, like, full. <laughs> so, all that stuff is just, like, so unreal, you know? Like, if you need toilet paper, like, you also need period products. I feel like that should go hand in hand. I think um, another important issue with period um, is mental health and the uh, importance of highlighting um, 
mental health while someone is on their period is extremely important. And so I think services that allow for women to talk about what they're experiencing during their period or just, you know, having symptoms of PMDD or other menstrual related um, disorders um, could really help um, women feel less alone. Yeah, definitely. And also like advocating for like towards big companies that produce these period products to stop like taking advantage of women like needing this, you know, and stop like trying to capitalize off of women's like needs, you know. I mean I understand your company, you're gonna need money to survive, but like lower the price do some charity. I don't know. I feel like having like companies that are capitalizing off like such a big thing is insane to me. Like I mean, yeah, obviously someone needs to produce and someone needs to buy, but at those high prices and nobody's ever like doing anything about it or funding it that's crazy i think there's a lot of room to grow for both education and advocacy for um capitalism and how it affects periods for sure yeah definitely so thank you for listening i feel like this is a really important issue that we dived into today and the first thing to do like when it comes to advocating for cheaper products or free products in like everywhere for women and ending period poverty is to actually speak about it and get the word out there and so I feel like we're doing that today by talking about it and so thank you Brooke for being here of course thank you for having me and I'll see you on the next episode